This is Abhishek Sangupta. Welcome back. You are listening to Abhishek Sangupta Audio Blogs. We are here with another episode of Knowledge Talks. Now, in this episode of Knowledge Talks, we have with us Tom Berry. Now, Tom is based out in London. He is a brand strategist and creative director at Studio Binu. He can help your business become a thriving brand that people love. Now, as Tom is here with us. we have taken a wonderful and a very very interesting topic for discussion brand strategy for business first and foremost tom welcome to our show and thank you for your time thank you good to be here thank you right tom tom i'm going straight to the discussion my point number 1 is brand strategy an important factor now branding guru marty newmeyer says a brand strategy is a plan for the systematic development of brand in alignment with business strategy now brand strategy is a part of business plan that outlines how the company will build the rapport and favorability within the market the goal of brand strategy is to become the memorable in the eyes of consumer so that they decide to patronize your business over competition tom how do you see this as over to you Okay yeah I I I really see brand strategy as kind of the foundation of uh basically the foundation of business really I think if you start with strategy everything kind of builds on from that so kind of it it influences uh the marketing the messaging the design and ultimately what's the the coolest thing about branding and and, and strategy is Yes there's the element of of strategy and the element of design but really what you're playing with is um kind of people's expectations and emotions and feelings um which is you know hugely powerful so you know it is it does incorporate a lot of different elements um the strategy itself but I really see this as kind of the backbone of business and I see it as you know influencing everything else so you know even when it comes down to what a business offers who's it offering it to uh, you know how they want to sound uh, you know what they want to say i think every major decision a, a business makes should be influenced by the brand strategy and by the brand itself i think that's really important because you know if if it's not if you're not uh, leading with your brand and and uh, consulting with your brand strategy and what your brand wants to be and where it wants to go when you make these decisions um you know it can it can end up you know you can make make wrong decisions that can end up costing the business quite a lot of money you know you could invest in areas that don't work or your customers aren't interested in um so i really see brand strategy as foundation um and and the exciting part of the branding is is then translating that strategy into visual identity into visual design so yeah i mean it's it i see it as the foundation of uh all business um and it's really designing almost designing emotions you know you're you're really uh playing with expectations and emotions which is the coolest the coolest part of it you know 
wow that's great i really like your certain points that you have rightly mentioned that you know brand strategy is a foundation you know uh, how do you present your business in front of the general public that constitutes of the brand strategy how you position how you stand how you you know uh, uh, deal with emotions and feelings and these all form a part of the brand strategy and second thing which you have rightly pointed out it is a tool of influence you know with this brand strategy you can first of all communicate your uh, what exactly is the purpose of business how is it touching the lives and how exactly it is giving situ- uh, a solution to certain problem because every pro- business offers some kind of solution or other to certain uh, problems a day to day problem it could be existing problem it can even lead to an enhancement of the solution which is already existing so out of which definitely you know brand strategy helps the consumers help to outside world know exactly where do you place your company as point number 1 point number 2 is what exactly do you convey what is your corporate message what is your business message so that exactly is uh, communicated in form of brand strategy so you know this is uh, having a lot of influence you have rightly said that it it it, it impacts a lot of influence it, it 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 can even make you a little outstanding amongst your competitors so it is really a foundation as you have rightly mentioned now this takes me to my next point why one need a brand strategy now it is said that when you don't know who you are why you exist what you believe in or what you are trying to achieve your business suffers you don't have cohesive brand messaging your content trends to be inconsistent at the best and contradictory at the worst as a result it is difficult to attract people who share your values or i must say in short without a brand strategy a business loses tom what do you think on this yeah i mean i think a lot of companies especially startups are so keen to well quite rightly you know invest in in their product and their r&d and then they kind of see marketing and brand as the afterthought but you know if you are doing it in parallel or even starting with the brand i think it gives you a lot of advantages because you know who you're doing it for and what they want uh and you can work out how to actually appeal with appeal to them and you can shape your brand as a competitive advantage as well as your product i mean that you know there's companies that have great products and terrible marketing and branding that don't go anywhere and then there's also companies that have lousy products but they just have great marketing and branding you know that everybody knows so i think you know ideally you want to try and get try and get both right you want to have you know an innovative product that's different that's you know solving a, a solution for people um but we're a great brand as well so people really understand it it's very simple um to understand and they know exactly where it fits in and what it does um and then you know after a while if you can you know if you uh invest in your brand over the long term it really becomes um invaluable to be honest i mean you know if you look at the great brands out there you know they've been going for so long and they've been constantly delivering on that on the promise and and meeting the expectations um of their customers and their consumers you know but time and time again uh and building their brand equity there's only you know p- people kind of fall in love with brands which is you know the most exciting thing about it you know it's not really you know people do fall in love with products but the brand plays such a big role in that 
Um, and that's that's what's really exciting. I mean, and if you do invest in your brand and if you do spend time, uh, you know, working out who you are and what is your purpose and translating that into an identity that really connects with people on a human level, you know, people don't want to interact with, you know, just faceless corporations or robots or, you know, these, these kind of things. They want human connection. I kind of see that as the future of branding kind of moving forward. Um, is, you know, brands, I mean, maybe this kind of ties onto one of your future questions, but I think brands kind of uh, are going to get more personal. And I think that's, I think that's uh, what people want. Um, and I think if, if uh, you know, brands, and if, if you invest in your brand, then it can really be a massive competitive advantage. What will just grow with your business over time. And it will just hold that position in, the pe in people's minds you know, people people are kind of creatures of habits. So, you know, once you once you've got that, okay, this is this is you know what I use for X, or this is my problem. This is what I always buy for this problem. You know, you you actually have to uh, shift them quite a lot to be able to take them out of that habit. You know, you have to have a really compelling offer like that you know, really go above and beyond to move people out of that pattern. But once you've got them in that pattern, they're used to buying from you to solve a certain solution. Um, you know, people just want ease, you know, they just want ease of use. They want things to be easy. So they'll just go to the same place. So if you can continuously deliver on your promises, um, then, you know, and invest in your brand and, and make sure you meet people's expectations, then, you know, it's, um, it's all good. You know, that's, that's the best things you can be doing for your brand. Very nice points, I must say, Tom. Some of the very, very good pointers we got. Uh, in fact, I'm taking down certain uh, points which we uh, have just said. First is that the, you may have a great product, but a terrible marketing or probably, I must say, terrible branding or vice versa. So this is a killer combination, I must say. So you have rightly pointed, there has to be a parity and, 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 and the right balance between them. You should be having a great product as well as you should have, be uh, steady and very consistent with your marketing and branding activity. Then only a business will uh, grow, then only business will survive, number one. Number two, you have rightly said that investing in brand is a long-term exercise over a period of time that makes uh, the brand uh, a heavy brand, I must say, a, a brand with a great value a company with a great value, a, a business with a great value, number two. Number three is that people fall in love with the brands. So I must say this is a very, very emotional topic That's that, that touches the heart. You know, business at times becomes a game of emotion because if you nurture the emotions properly, the business is done. Absolutely, business is going to flourish. Okay. Third thing is human connect. Many a times we have obviously robotic connect, bot based connect, but people always like to connect with humans. Of course, every time, you know, uh, because, you know, human, uh, I must say time or human, you know, connectivity at times take time. So bot can fill up that bot or artificial intelligence. These all can really fill up that space for the time being. But at the end of the day, human connect is always uh, good, always preferred, always expected. Okay. Third thing is that, it should meet the people's expectation. So any kind of branding activities, whatever be, let it be a, a new age branding activity or traditional branding activity, whatever we are uh, referring here as, but it should meet the people's expectation. Whatever the people are expecting, if the business is meeting that, and as well as if the brand is rightly presenting this in front of the common mass that the business is done. 
the very very good pointers which we got from you tom now it takes me to my third point what goes into a successful brand strategy the main goal of a successful branding strategy is to let the world know that your brand exists what the purpose it has and what defines it a brand strategy is a fluid in long term strategy that requires to be revisited over a period of time based on its success and the market demand now branding strategy often involves intangible and not very quantified elements and when the planning this kind of strategy it is important to decide from the onset how the success will be measured so that creates a successful branding strategy but i must say you know such kind of branding strategy differs differs from product to product company to company from uh, with reference to the target market etc etc so over to you tom what do you think on this what goes into a successful brand strategy over to you okay so i i kind of see there's there's four areas i mean i just wanted to pick up on something you mentioned just then the the intangible um elements of brand uh which is uh, i think i think some people can kind of get lost on that they kind of like well, what you know what is what is the purpose what am i actually getting from this because it's so long term and it's so intangible but you know what i always say is if you invest in the intangible then you can increase the uh, the price of the tangible uh, over time so you know the more you invest in your brand and the more aligned your brand is and the more connected it is with your um customers uh the more you can slowly high uh, uh increase your prices um and increase loyalty as well i mean for me branding is really like a win win uh you know you're increasing loyalty uh you're growing um your market share and also you can increase your prices as well so i just wanted to touch that was very interesting your your point on the um the intangible elements of it but i really see there's four elements of brand strategy and some people have different ways of looking at it and some people have different names and buzzwords and stuff which get which I why I think people get so confused um by brand strategy you know what is what is the, the what is a mission what is the vision what is you know all this kind of stuff and everybody has different takes on what it actually is and what it should be but largely i think you can kind of break it down into four uh large kind of key areas so once you've done the market analysis and market research and you've seen if your there's a kind of viable uh option for your business and there is space in the market you've you've done that initial research you can then move on to brand strategy and the four areas are for me the internal brand which is the either internal brand or the core brand i think you sometimes call it the brand heart which is basically all about you what you're doing why you're doing doing it why does it matter why should people care really i mean that's this is the the the, the kind of part that everybody is going to really connect with um and i think you know the the values especially in the purpose you know i i often see branding it's like just building layers of kind of connectivity with people uh you know so that all these things you know on their own just having some values don't actually doesn't mean anything it's how you put stuff into practice and how you kind of layer things on so if you have values you put them into practice you have a purpose you actually demonstrate it every single day 
um, you know, you have a mission which influences your offering, which influences, you know, who you're uh, offering to. You have a vision, people really can get behind the vision. They can see where you want to go and they want to help you out. Um, so the, the first part is the internal brand, which is really kind of getting that connection with people. But it's really all about you as a, as a business owner and a founder and what you, what you do and what you want to stand for, essentially. Uh, the second bit, what I say is, it's all about them, which is positioning. So it's about all your customers, researching them, understanding them, understanding the pain they're dealing with, the problems that uh, you know they have, where you're going to fit into their life, you know, and um, all the uh, elements, you know, of their life that you're, you're you know, you're going to play with, um, and then your competitors, who else is in the market, where you're going to fit in, how you're going to be different, where you're starting now, where you want to go, mapping that out. So the positioning is all about them, the customers and the competitors, and then also looking at your offering, because that's kind of essential to the, um, you know, the, the, your competitors and your customers. Um, and then I see the external brand, which is the third, the third part, which is kind of back to you, but how you reflect yourself to the market. So that's about your messaging, your tone, your personality, your character. And that goes back to, it's, it's almost like a linear structure because that kind of goes back to, you know, who you're doing it for. Uh, you know, if your target market, that the people are very traditional, your tone might be quite a serious traditional tone. You know, if it's younger kind of uh, people and what you're offering them is more playful and that's going to tie into how you express yourself. So it's really the third part is really about expression. And, and this element, I think, uh, the external brand and expressing yourself could on its own be um you know a competitive advantage if you do it really well you know you see brands that do that third element really well and that is really what makes them you know their, their kind of character and their flair and, and how they you know, their, their personality and how they sound um and you really you, you almost lose the fact that you're you know you're interacting with a product or a business or whatever you, you know Ben and Jerry's could be your friends you know almost you know like people this is the part that people really fall in love with it's like oh they're so funny they said this they did that and that also ties very strongly into uh, the visual identity you know taking that element translating to the visual identity but also that ties in heavily with the marketing as well the marketing campaign what you say who you're saying to them. um and then the fourth uh, part of it is the experience. So looking at how people interact with you, you know, and all the different touch points and looking at it from a kind of holistic view and making sure there aren't, you know, it's not too one-sided and, you know, people can contact you and you can interact with them on different levels. Um, and, you know, that kind of ties into when you launch a new product and things like that. So they're the kind of four elements that I see uh, brand strategy and it's it's fairly linear I mean it's going to differ a little bit depending on B2C or B2B or your industry and stuff like that but largely those four areas are pretty big and they're pretty general um, and most uh, uh, companies will have to kind of go through each one of those four and um, yeah I mean just you know see where they stand in each one. Well, that's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing, Tom, I must say. Okay, uh, I have noted here three points. Uh, point number one over is this. You have rightly said that more you invest in the intangible products, I must say intangible elements rather, 
the price of the tangible products has got a scope of getting up so that is what so more you uh, uh, more you invest in branding more your brand becomes heavy and more your brand becomes heavy you have a scope of giving more value with a higher price so definitely this is point number 1 secondly you have rightly mentioned one of the key reason for that it also increases loyalty because you know in this your market where it's a, it's a free market throughout if someone is not giving a proper service or proper product we can always have a we can shift our loyalty and the customer shifts the loyalty everyone even b2b b2c everyone is the same scenario nowadays so with the right branding that uh, brand loyalty is something which is getting built or which gets built i must say over a period of time and the four elements which you have really mentioned it's 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 really amazing it's i must say one of the easiest way to understand the brand strategy the elements of brand strategy it's one of the easiest way there are so many theories on that there are so many you know uh, the shelves of books were written on this but it is one of the easiest one one of the most it's simplest way <laughs> absolutely very very it's 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 a wonderful way you have really mentioned and wonderful you have wonderfully you have explained now this takes me to my fourth point brand strategy and business positioning you have to be ready to determine your firm's brand positioning within the professional services marketplace this includes how is your firm different from others and what should the potential clients within your target audience choose to work with you not with your competitors not with others or, or any other player in the market why he or she choose you could you enlighten us on this over to you tom yeah i think um when you are i mean positioning is such a important part of uh branding and i think um of all strategy has its foundations in in research so you know strategy is only really good as you know the kind of research and the insights that you put in uh i i made an analogy the other day of you know if if uh, your brand strategy is in the engine then the research is the fuel so i think what's really important when positioning is the research you do and really understanding the market um and seeing you know who else is out there and where you are and then also where you want to go and, and mapping yourself out there um but there's i think um you know there's a few elements of positioning which are really important one is you know um the promise you make to uh your consumers um and being very clear on that so they're they know exactly what to expect and you can either meet it uh, or go further than that which is really important um and i think also when it comes to uh positioning you know there needs to be a strong focus on differentiation um which comes from uh being able to talk about your offering in a very simple and understandable way and then being able to uh phrase your messaging in a way that people understand where it fits in the market because it's you know it's all fine you understanding all that but if if your customers don't understand what the difference is between you or xyz then you know that whole thing is kind of wasted so you know a huge part of the positioning and the differentiation is the messaging and, and telling people to understand uh, you know the work that you've done behind the scenes so i think being able to articulate your promise and your message clearly so people can understand that easily and simply you know people don't have a huge amount of bandwidth for um you know marketing and brand so it's got to be really simple and really fast to understand um and i think also 
you can then take all that research and those insights into positioning. And then when you come to translate that into the visual identity, you know, that ties into where you fit in the market. You know, if you look at, I like the kind of uh, case study of the streaming wars uh, at the moment between Netflix and Amazon Prime and stuff, like that's very easy to understand, you know, all the different offers, but also they, they've translated that research and those insights into the visual identity very easily. You can go, okay, well, Netflix is red and they, they, you know, they make their own shows and they have the X, Y, Z that they're famous for. You know, Disney are blue and they have Star Wars and they have Marvel and you can see where they fit into and their price point. So, you know, the, the, and this should be the case for every business when it comes to positioning. You know, you need to make sure you spend a lot of time researching and understanding your insights and your competitors in the marketplace so then when it comes to your messaging and articulating that promise, uh, you know, people easily know where you fit in, but also from a visual identity point of view, they can go, ah, oh, okay, yeah. Because, you know, if, if, you, if, you don't, if you get that wrong, they can go, oh, wait a second, what's the difference between them and them? You know, they look kind of similar, you know, so you need to be able to take that differentiation, that positioning um, and translate that to the visual identity as well. You know, it needs to be really kind of, um, Kind of all-encompassing you know that, that that's a huge influence on brands you know because if you, if you make that mistake and you you don't understand the market or where you are where you're going to fit in or how it's going to change over time or even looking at trends in the market um you know your your visual identity uh, won't connect with people they won't understand it uh and and ultimately you know you won't you won't make you know as many sales as you could have done so you know it's that's that's kind of what I have to say on positioning, but it's it's a huge, very powerful element of of brand strategy. Wow, that's great. That's really gets all the amazing pointers which we got from you. First and foremost, you have rightly mentioned that you have to make the others understand what exactly you are doing, what exactly are your values, what exactly is your purpose. That 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 part is. Uh, uh, something which you need to communicate in order to, uh, you know, in order to uh, place your brand properly, point number one, and place your, you know, uh, uh, this will also help you to, you know, define your business and position your business in the market field, point number one. Point number two, I have already mentioned that is a clear communication. Whatever are your values, whatever is your differentiation, is it, this has to be communicated in a very clear manner to the uh, consumers, to the marketplace, to everyone and third thing is that understanding the competition you know we have to first understand the competition then only we can differentiate them or i must say we can distinguish ourselves from the mass or from the competitors you have rightly given the examples of you know netflix amazon prime or probably disney and they have really differentiated from their color from their content type from their you know uh, it's everything from their uh, i must say the user interface it's all different so that's how they have you know differentiated that's how they have positioned themselves and uh, you know whenever uh, we think of amazon prime we know how the amazon prime looks like when we think of netflix we know how the netflix look like and, and like that there's a huge set of differentiation it's not only in contents not only in, in a user interface but also in the there is a, also a psychological impact i must say on the customers because that's what is a key element of branding that psychological whenever i'm thinking of amazon prime it has to be something when i'm thinking of say uh, uh, any any apple it has to be in a different it it it, it looks different it feels different and when we are uh, you know thinking of samsung probably it's 
feels different it looks different and it, it, it it's everything is different so that's what is the emotional match which is going on so that emotional uh, uh, i must say i must say it's an emotional impact which uh, uh, which could be i must say emotional impact is one of the byproducts of branding and the brand and the business positioning thank you so much it's a, what was a it was a, a wonderful point which you have just mentioned now this takes me to my next point brand strategy and goal defining as you develop a brand strategy it helps to start at the beginning in other words beginning by setting your business goals why are you creating a new brand what do you hope to achieve by launching a new brand these long term objectives on the basis of company strategic branding efforts these are all you know i must say these are all the real byproducts of the common branding exercise what we say as for example if you are trying to reach a new audience your brand strategy for achieving the goal is likely to be different from a business that want to steal the market share from a category leader so this has to be absolutely different in case of case number 1 the strategy has to be different in case of case number 2 the strategy has to be completely different so that's why the goal definition is the fundamental starting point of any brand strategy what is your take on this top over to you yeah i think uh, you make a very good point i mean understanding essentially what the brand is and why it's there and you know the goal behind it is very important um you know I, and that this is this kind of ties into why people rebrand as well why you know what you're setting out to do when you start a brand and what you want the brand to do and over different kind of life cycles of the brand as well i mean and and, and the product life cycle um you know i was recently writing about uh, the brand beats audio dr dre uh, beats which was very interesting in how they they position their various products over time uh it's going to be very different um you know when you first launch a brand uh compared to if you rebrand down the road and how the market changes and uh, your target market uh changes as well um but yeah i mean the the goal the goal that you want to achieve is very important and i think when you first start a brand you know it's it makes a lot of sense to kind of uh shape the brand in the position you want to have straight from the very start so if you want to be you know from the beats example that I was writing about the other day you know they're the first um products they brought out was super high end um and that was the position they wanted to own in people's mind in the market that's the position that they could see um you know they were facing the market for another very high end audio brand um but then as time went on they then uh capitalized on that position they take it down to then bring up products that were possibly not as high quality as the as the first one so you know looking at your offering how your offering is going to change you know where uh, where you expect to make uh, more money and where your profit margins are going to be moving forward i think is a very important element you know at the very start you know startups young brands you know they don't have the brand equity to to spend you know i i you know i i can't i really see brand equity as as um you know you the, the a currency of a brand is is the brand equity is really the currency that you can kind of spend but 
when you start a brand, you don't have any. Or, you know, if you're down the line, you have to rebrand because something's gone really wrong or you're losing market share or no, you know, customers are moving elsewhere or whatever, you suddenly have to rebrand. It's got to, it's got to a threshold where your brand equity is, is either negative or going down um, that you're then in a position to rebrand. So, uh, you know, the brand equity is, is a currency, I think. And I think, you know, when you're starting, you've got to save it before you can spend it. So you want to save it and start uh, from a position that you want to hold. And then once you have that position and you have the brand equity, oh yes, I know, uh, you know, Beats are super high quality and they're studio quality and they're used by XYZ. And, you know, now they're, they're blending fashion, all this kind of new stuff into the audio market, really cool. So they hold that thing and then hold that position and then once they've got that position and that brand equity around the brand and they've been around for a while and they have that position, you can then spend it onto other things, move into new markets, uh, you know, bring out new products, bring out products with higher uh, profit margins. Um, so I think, yeah, when you're setting out a goal of what your brand wants to do, you've got to look at, uh, you know, when, you know, are, are you a fresh startup? Are you Has no one ever heard of you? Are you going to, is the main focus going to be on um you know saving that brand equity before you spend it or is it a rebrand what's the goal going to be how are you going to shape the brand to be different from what it was before you know are you going to you know just leave all the brand equity that you have um from your previous brand and just completely start afresh or are you going to try and save some of that you know so i think yeah there's a there's a few elements when it comes to kind of goal setting around branding but i think thinking about uh, yeah, you know, your place in the market, where you want to be, where you want to go, and, you know, thinking about how much brand equity do you actually have um, from the start. I mean, sometimes at the start, you might start and you actually might have a lot of brand equity because it's kind of, you know, borrowed, you know, credibility from someone. You know, if someone really famous or someone very notable started something, yeah, their brand would be new, but the brand has the uh, credibility in the brand equity from their founder or XYZ, or maybe they have a patent or maybe that, you know, there's several, you know, things that a brand can do to kind of get that credibility, uh, you know, a lot of it at the start. And then you can build on that through, you know, brand strategy and the visual identity and, and um, you know, the business strategy. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think, yeah, you've just got to think about, um, yeah, lots of different things and i think the goal the goal is, is very important um and yeah of course understanding uh you know who you're who you're doing this for you know your your the, the customers customers really have ultimate power you know they they decide if you live or you don't you know <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna be the market leader or you're not you know and understanding the different types of customers you know, and understanding where they all fit in so that, you know, there's so many different elements of branding and and uh, being on brand and aligning everything to so people can really understand you um, is very important, you know. And I think uh, uh, the, the process for branding, you know, there is a lot of similarity between whether you're you're doing it from the very start or where you're doing it further down the road. Um, yeah, I think setting clear goals and understanding you know, the, the brand equity you have and why you have it and how you're going to spend it. Or if you don't have any, how you're going to get it 
you know, where you're going to be, you know, in five, ten years down the line. You know, I think that there's an element of the first section, you know, the, the internal brand, um, which I like to look at, which is is time, which kind of plays into this brand equity uh, element of branding, which is, you know, where are you now? Where do you want to be uh, in the future? And if you're rebranding, what are you what are you keeping? What are you losing? What are you going to gain in the future? So looking at how you're going to move as time goes forward um, is also very important. Well, that's pretty interesting, I must say, Tom, and uh, some of the wonderful pointers we got from you. Uh, first and foremost, you have rightly pointed out uh, why exactly, what is the purpose of branding? That is very, very important. You know, branding for a new brand is completely different and branding for a rebranding or of the same brand is completely different. You know, many of the companies, uh, you have rightly pointed out that they go for rebranding. That's a huge exercise because, you know, that's what is important in the present world. Secondly, you have really picked up a very nice topic that is uh, the brand equity. Brand equity is a currency, as you have rightly mentioned. You have to first save it, then start spending it. And, uh, you know, uh, another another point which you have really, uh, you know, pointed that for startups, you know, they don't have brand equity at, uh, at during the start. So they have to first build their uh, brand equity. They have to first make their brand equity, uh, which acts as a currency and slowly they can use that in a due course of time. Last but not the least, you have rightly mentioned that customers are the kings. You have to first find out for whom you are doing it for, what customer wants, what is exactly they are looking for. If the customer accepts the branding, you are the king, but if not, probably, you are going to you know work a little more harder you have to pivot you have to rework on this because they have a lot of power you have rightly said now this takes me to my next point the branding and short-term trap it is easy to get caught in a short-term activities and track tactics i must say that drives business today but when it comes to building a brand that acts as a big big mistake the branding aren't built overnight so the brand strategy could not be focused on the short-term tactics or short-term gain plan i must say but rather on a long-term goal and sustainable growth target basis it should be planned for now what is your opinion on this tom over to you yeah i i, I think there's a lot of um, mistakes that uh, businesses can make when it comes to branding and I think sometimes people get frustrated because it is like you said it is a long-term uh, plan um, and it, but it, you know it's long-term results as well so you know if, if you deliver over a long time people will buy from you over a long time you know it's it's the, one of those things that you know if you yeah if you can show why you're good and how you do it and why it's better over a long period of time then you know like i said customers will take a long time you know to to move to something new or better because those the new guys or you know the, the new businesses and the new brands have to have such a hugely you know different kind of uh offer uh, to really break that that um uh, cycle of people just buying the same uh, solution over and over again um i think also another thing which is really important in branding and i think sometimes people can struggle with is the whole idea of alignment and i think if you you have so many different touch points and so many different messages you know things can you know and so many different offerings 
it can often get very difficult to make sure everything is aligned and on brand and you know doing it, it is everything you're doing um you know connected with your mission you know because if it's if it's not you know if it's not really why you're here why are you producing that you know and um, and that question why are you producing that or why are you making this is actually quite a big question okay well we're just producing it because we think there's a gap in the market we could just make you know a quick buck or whatever it is it's just like okay well that's a short-term play which will then damage you know your long-term brand equity so that you know you're you're trading off your brand equity for you know short-term gain there so i think keep making sure everything's aligned and i think especially with startups um you know doing you know mastering uh, you know certain element then moving on instead of kind of spreading yourself super thin you know making sure you really understand each touch point how they work how they interact with the consumer before you suddenly add something else in or add another product or another feature or whatever you know make sure you're completely happy and the messaging is on point and that people understand what it is you're doing and you know you're being truthful and honest and authentic with everything you do and it's connected with why you're doing it you know it's connected with your purpose it's connected with your mission you know it's connected with your values uh, so people can kind of understand and they can connect with the brand you know before you do anything else you know it don't just make stuff and just get stuff out there for the sake of it you know i think sometimes businesses will be like oh okay we're just going to do this like well, why are you doing that oh because everybody else is doing that or no one's doing it or you know oh we just need more features or you know it, it, it's like a knee-jerk reaction where actually the thing is with brand strategy it's such a long-term play um you know it it it, it uh, makes a lot of sense to just step back and say okay well why are we you know making this you know new product or new service you know why are we putting this new offering out there okay is it connected to why we actually started the business you know is it connected with what we actually want to be doing is it connected with who we actually want to be helping you know is because some you know you could create a product and it's for if it's for a different uh market or if it's slightly different from what you previously produced or the messaging is going to be different all this kind of stuff it, it's not only hard to sell because it doesn't fit in with your brand it kind of alienates all the other offerings that you've got and kind of you know everybody everybody all the other customers and everybody else who's interacting with your brand kind of gets you know caught off guard as well like oh okay hold on i thought they were like luxury luggage and now they're making like i don't know you know bougie kind of handbags or whatever because that's where they think the market's going like okay well maybe they don't make luxury luggage anymore maybe their luxury luggage isn't very good even though maybe they haven't changed how they're making them you know so i think you know just be true to who you are and everything you do kind of like we were saying at the beginning everything you do kind of go back to your brand you know what do we do really well and make sure you're when you move whether it's kind of into different markets kind of horizontally or with new offerings just make sure everything is aligned with with your brand uh, because that is so important i mean you know especially the offering and the price and everything you know if people are going to expect to pay a certain price and then so if it's way too low or way too high or you know if you're if you're not articulating it with your messaging well and these things you know because people have they have a very kind of short attention span they're very quick to just kind of 
oh, okay, I don't understand that new offering. Okay, I don't understand that. So when you're making changes to your business or um, you know, growing a startup, it, it almost, from a brand point of view, it kind of needs to be not necessarily slow, but it all just needs to make sense, like easily for a customer to understand. Oh, okay, they developed you know, this creative bit of software. So now they're developing this creative bit of software. Makes sense, you know. Oh, they made, and another really cool thing that brands, you know, great brands can do is, is adding extra value to their offering. You know, so if I saw the other day, there was a sun cream brand and they had a whole website and app and all this kind of stuff around monitoring UV in any part of the world. And for that ties into, you know, that makes sense because they make sun cream. You know, if they suddenly started making like a social media app or whatever, or like a place to find a bar on a beach, you'd be like, I don't understand this. These guys are sun cream. So you've got to make sure everything just kind of makes sense. You know, there's a bit of common sense to this. There's a bit of strategy. There's a bit of kind of looking at your brand, revisiting your brand strategy. I think it's um, very beneficial to revisit your brand strategy, probably more than you would like to, you know, you know, go back. What, what do, okay, we wrote down these, you know, we, we had a session with a whiteboard six months ago, whatever, we wrote down these values. Have we actually done anything to demonstrate we have these values? Are these values actually leading us to where we want to go? Are they connecting with people? Okay, then like, let's, you know, not start again, but let's, you know, go, go back and work out how we can make a plan moving forward to actually, or maybe you do start again, maybe you're like, oh, well, we have these values, but actually, they don't make any sense for what we're doing and we're not using them so you know change so i think that's a few common mistakes that um brands can make it, it kind of moving too fast not making sure things are aligned um i definitely see a lot of startups kind of falling into this trap of not doing any branding because they don't really fully understand uh, everything that goes into it i think there's this kind of common misconception of brand strategy that it's okay well we just you know you or branding it itself you know you just need a logo or maybe you need a logo and then a color and then like maybe i'll just write down a value that i you know randomly think of put it in a drawer or whatever and you can be like, oh yeah we have a brand you know so i see a lot of startups that are quite keen to kind of rush into oh we've got to get marketing we've got to get marketing let's just start marketing is it email marketing you know, are we sending out staff? Are we doing events or this kind of, oh, well, we just, let's just pick one and just go for it. Well, actually, when you have a strategy, a brand strategy, and you have a marketing strategy, these decisions are actually really quick to make. You know, when, when you say, okay, we've got to do some more marketing, or, you know, we've got to make a campaign. That, that, that you know, once you've got the strategy, those, those decisions are actually very easy to make because you know who it's for, you know what you're selling, you know what the message is, you know the tone, all this kind of stuff. You just have to go and put it, put together the puzzle pieces. You know, you need to get the creative, you need to get the, um, you know, messaging, you need to work out where it's going to go and how people can see it, how you're going to get it there. You know, there are elements to, you know, marketing uh, campaigns, but when you don't have any strategy or any brand behind it, that's where you know it becomes really tough because you're like okay we've got to start marketing okay who's this for again and why would they want it and you know what is our credibility and what are we going to say and how are we going to say it and oh but maybe we just need a logo maybe we don't even need a logo anymore maybe just buy get a color you know so it just spends some especially with startups uh you know it's obviously different 
depending on what stage your business is at, startups spend, honestly, just spend a little bit of time working out your brand strategy from those four areas I, I spoke about before, and then your marketing strategy, and then every decision, you know, becomes a lot faster and it increases your return on investment as well. So if you're investing, you know, planning stuff, marketing campaigns, ads, and you don't even know who it's for, or you don't even have a brand name or whatever, you know, that's just wasted money. Um, and then, you know, bigger brands that have a lot more touch points, a lot more offering, and, you know, there's just, you know, you, their ecosystem of different things that are going on is just so big. You know, it makes a lot of sense to, uh, you know, regularly revisit your brand strategy and just revisit kind of what you're doing. What are you offering? Who's it for? Is it aligned? Is it our, our messaging? You know, our, is go through your user journey of every single offering, how people interact with it, where they hear it, you know, how they get acquainted with it to buying it all the way to the end to buying it and, um, you know, enjoying it and telling people about it go through that with every different offering and seeing if that's aligned with your brand you know does that really make sense you know sometimes you know i'll be out and about and i'll see you know a brand and i'll be like why have they made this this is this is not them this is not who they want to be this is not who their customers are you know this doesn't make any sense and then in my mind their position of whatever industry they're in you know you move them one or down you know down one or two on the ladder you know if it's like high fashion or whatever and you see you know something that they're doing something and you, you're like oh well i thought they were appealing to this people and they were making this for these people oh but now they're not so you just move them down and then their brand equity over you know over a lot of people over a lot of time that's when the brand equity goes down that's when as your brand equity goes down you're going to end up competing on price more you know the higher the brand equity the more um you know the more you can charge and the less you just almost don't need to worry about price you know obviously with within reason but you know so you've got there's a lots of things to to consider but you know if you if you take it back to first principles of branding it's really you know delivering expectation and delivering promises just you know really look at what you're doing as a business as a whole you know, are we delivering on what we say we are and is it authentic to who we want to be you know and the change we want to see in the world if it's not just drop it because over the long run you know right now it might make you some money but over the long run it affects your brand equity and then everything or the price of everything will have to come down wow that's that's what, really, really amazing really, tom. Yeah. wow that's really amazing tom i must say and some of the wonderful pointers i have got and in fact i'm writing down a lot of notes uh, after hearing to you first and foremost you have rightly mentioned that brand alignment is very very important because a person can uh, you know a person or a company can you know offer a lot of things it can be item number one item number two item number three whatever you want to buy but you know if these are not connected with the mission and vision or what exactly is your purpose of business you know it can not only you know uh, bring you down point number one it can also confuse the market you know market has to be absolutely clear what exactly are you offering number one what exactly are you communicating to them what are your values what is your mission etc etc so brand alignment is very very important point number one point number two you have mentioned that you know at times long short-term play destroys the long-term brand equity so one has to be absolutely careful about it this you have rightly mentioned that brand equity is a currency and one has to really save this currency one has to increase this currency but under all circumstances destruction of this currency should not be there person should be really you know taking all 
uh, uh, you know possible efforts in order to save this so we should not be doing any short term wrong place which can really destroy a long term brand equity third is that the connection you know many a times you have rightly mentioned that things what offer uh, you know uh, it 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 doesn't gel with the uh, you know purpose or the, uh, the 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 customer market or the target market you are dealing with so whatever you are offering your that offering should be well communicated and it should be aligned with the mission vision and other other statements of branding and third thing is that you know startups many a times you know a bit hesitant in you know uh, in branding activities you have rightly mentioned that they should be very serious with this number one should not should be very very uh, uh, cautious about the common mistakes that the business do and uh, uh, you know brand i must say the brand creation or brand strategy is a very very long term strategy it's not going to happen overnight it's not that today we think and tomorrow our company becomes a, becomes a big brand that's not going to happen we have to give it a time consistent efforts and of course we have to keep avoiding this common mistakes which people do and i add a point from my side many a times i must say take a professional help if you are not well versed with it because professional help really matters of course one might have to spend a little money but that money one can gain or i must say uh, that uh, can have an amazing return of investment so treat it as an investment now this brings me to my next point brand strategy and brand heart now every brand holds a basic set of beliefs that influence everything they do we call this beliefs as brand heart brand heart comprises of four elements purpose vision mission and values now these four elements form the core element of communication during the brand exercises now as per you how important is brand heart in the brand strategy over to you yeah i i uh, it's really it's really really important and i think a lot of people can it's it's also the the thing is it's very easy to dismiss as well because it you know it's 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 intangible and it's not clear if there's any sort of return on investment from it you know you kind of just have to trust the process um but if you if you have a very clearly defined you know there's lots of different terms there's the brand heart or the core brand or whatever it is but it's those kind of four elements um you know if they're very clearly defined then it does you know it's those layers of credibility and connection you know and i think what all great brands are constantly striving to do is really just connect with people you know and that's how people essentially you know eventually kind of fall in love with brands is because they they're so connected with the brand on so many different levels you know if you ask someone oh why do you love x and they'll go they'll be able to give you loads of reasons they don't just go oh i went in the store once and you know it it was discounted you know and i've got it for cheap i, I like Well honestly it'd be interested to know how many people would actually you know give that as a reason for loving a brand yeah it was cheap or it was a good price like i would argue that most people it's from, it's lots of different things other than the price you know i would say oh well their story's really good it really connects with me on this level you know they've got really strong values that they're putting into practice oh did you know this about them did you know that about them oh i went to one of their events and the people i interacted with were really nice and friendly and i tried their new product and they listened to my input and i feel like i'm you know influencing the brand and i'm part of the community and 
you know, I go to this running thing every Saturday with them and then there and they give us free water or whatever, you know, and it's different layers of, of um, you know, that, that credibility and that authenticity kind of build up over time. But right at the center, you know, is defining, um, you know, your purpose, which is you know, why you're actually doing it. You know, why should people actually care? This is kind of like the philosophy of the brand, if you will. Um, the vision, so, you know, how do you see, uh, you know, what will the world look like when your business is successful, you know, which is really important. Because people get behind the kind of compelling vision. So I say, well, you know, if you look at uh, Elon Musk, the visions that he has behind his uh, brands are so compelling, which is why, well, I mean, obviously, you know, the technology and the first move advantage and all the kind of the other elements but the brand you know the, the core brand of his businesses is incredibly strong and the vision that he uh, articulates through different brands is very very clear and very very powerful and every single one has you know you look at spacex and you go oh okay so he's trying to get to mars okay super clear and i think there's even a date on it. you know i think he's put a date on it like, a bit like uh jfk trying to get to the moon by you know a certain date I think uh, Musk has done the same thing. You know, you, you look at Tesla and he's just like, okay, why well, we just want to eradicate fossil fuels? You're like, wow, let me get behind this. You know, it's not that, I mean, it, you know, the, the cars are cool and the technology is cool and the, uh, you know, all the data, the, you know, everything else that he's going. But really, if you go, well, if I uh, buy this car, then I'm contributing to this larger vision. You know, I'm a part of this story. I'm part of the brand. I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm part of something, you know, people really want to be part of something bigger than uh, themselves, you know, so, and I think if brands can offer that, you know, look, this is what we're trying to do. Isn't this cool? Don't you want to be a part of it? You know, if it's compelling like that, uh, like uh, what Elon Musk is doing with so many of his brands, people go, wow, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's very easy to dismiss because you can't put it on the balance sheet. You can't say, well, let's break down how much, you know, Tesla's worth X amount, and their vision is also oh, look, look, on the balance sheet it's worth x billion you know it's, it's not possible to, to do that but i think it played a huge part in how people interact how they feel and their emotion and you know eventually kind of fall in love i mean you know elon musk has an army of you know, super fans you know that, that just do whatever you know they just love every single business he does and that part of the reason is is because his vision for what he's doing is so compelling so the vision is is really important you know sit down and go well what would the world look like you know when we're successful and when i mean let's be really specific let's put a date on it you know and then and then people can go okay i understand what you're trying to do and they're trying to do it by this time you know there's a little bit of urgency and and, and time on it so you know we've got to try and kind of help them out i want to be part of this you know i'm gonna i'm gonna really be part of the future um, so you've got your purpose, you've got your vision, uh, your values, I think, are, again, hugely important. And quite often, you know, people will write them down and just put them in a drawer or, you know, not think about them ever again. Or, or they'll just think of something really generic that doesn't connect with people. Like, we're going to be, okay, you know, it's 2022, you know, let's look at the news, how people are thinking, okay, well, we're going to be environmental. That's our values. But, you know, make it, make the values specific to you and your business they you know start with this kind of bigger idea of environment but what does that actually 
mean for you? You know, instead of just saying environmental or sustainable or whatever, you know, make it a bit more personal. You know, people, you're not interacting. People don't want to interact with, you know, just uh, an entity, you know, or a, you know, or a business. They want to interact with, you know, a flavor and character and personality. And I think you can really, uh, and people will connect with values in, in a really strong way. And, and, and the real magic comes when people, your the, the brand's values align with the customer's values. You know, so, you know, understanding kind of goes back into, you know, customers being king, you know, work out what as a whole, you know, the, the, the target market values are, you know, and, and use that to inform your brand values and then put them into practice to show that you're actually doing something about it, you know, because this is the, this goes back to alignment again. You know, if you have these values and you have a corporate page or whatever, and you say, these are our values, but you're not actually doing anything about it, that's eventually, you know, that that really will damage your brand because then you're not being authentic, you know, and, and, and people can't trust, you know, a brand that is authentic. Trust really is the key to loyalty. Like if you want to have loyal customers, you need trust first. Trust comes from authenticity, you know. So write these things down, Make sure they make sense and they're specific to you. They're not just generic. Um, they're specific to you and your brand and who you're doing it for and you know why you're doing it. Um, and then actually write down, well, this is this is actually what we're going to do about it. You know, if you're if you know if you have a brand that you know is one of the values is based around uh, the environment or sustainability or what, well, show me. You know, what are you actually going to do? You know, there's, there's a there's a brand in the UK uh, that uh, called Innocent Drinks that makes smoothies, juices, and stuff like that. But one of their core values is around based around the environment, and they actually put it into practice. You know, through the energy they use in their headquarters is is you know it's from renewable sources, and you know they have uh, different types of materials that they're offering and how they produce stuff and how. how things are made and manufactured and how people are paid, you know, and how they look after their own people. So, you know, put this into practice and show people what you're doing is, is really important. Um, yeah, so and then mission is kind of the last part of that. And I like to think of mission is kind of quite a big um, kind of offering, you know, as a whole to not only to customers, but at, to the world really you know like what do you what are you giving the world i think that's really kind of how i see it if you boil it right down um if you look at you know i think nike is one of the best brands and i think um you know at the moment i think they, their brand is really strong um and if you look at their mission statement it's uh, giving innovation to uh, their customers you know uh so if you look at you know, the best brands and their mission statements, it's it's really kind of this, the large offering as a whole, you know, you take everything you do and what you stand for, you know, and who's it for and everything. And then if you were just gonna kind of put that down to one sentence, like, well, you know, what is the whole, this whole thing comprised of? Okay, well, it's innovation for, you know, athletes or, you know, whatever it is. So they're, they're kind of the four elements that make up the internal brand or, or the brand heart or you know however you want to say it but i think the most important thing is don't dismiss them <laughs> you know um because they and because they sh should be able to influence everything um and then prove it you know actually show what you're doing um and when you're 
um, you know, putting it out there, when you're putting it into practice, these this, this part of the brand can actually influence everything else. You know, I, I wrote about uh, Tom's, the shoe brand. Uh, do you know Tom's, the shoe brand? Uh, they make kind of espadrille shoes. Yes. Uh, yeah, and their their whole brand, everything is uh, kind of influenced by their values. So everything they do, all of their offering, and then they've even gone as far as translating that into their visual identity. You know, so it started in Argentina in this kind of charitable um, setup there. And then they kind of built out from this kind of charitable setup in Argentina. But, you know, their whole story and what they stand for and all their values, you know, influence everything else. You look at their visual identity and it's kind of like the Argentinian flag and the different colors and how they sound and how they talk. It all goes back to actually the very beginning, the story, the narrative and the values that you know, they hold, which is kind of why they started, you know, so. It, it, it is actually a lot more powerful than you think and I think that, that it's it's kind of uh, really limitless to what you can do with, with this you know the, the very beginning part of brand strategy because you can take that and then you can use it to influence everything and connect with customers and layer that connection and make people you know win the hearts and minds of customers that is that's the part you know this is the part that people are going to connect with in all the different layers if you do it right or you know and this is really where all the brand equity is going to kind of go you know this is why this is where this is all you know this is right in the beginning you know this is right at the center you know everything is should be connected to it. um or you can just say oh well you know there's no roi to this let's just disconnect it you know, you know who's going to read our values anyway so it's kind of up to you i mean i'm obviously I'm a brand strategist, I, I design visual identity, I'm definitely on the side of, you know, this is hugely powerful and this is where, you know, your connection and your personality and your competitive advantage and everything, this is where everything's like the seed of the brand, this is where all starts at the very start, it's all about you. Um, and then your tools just go out and take that and uh, articulate it in a way that, that people kind of can understand and eventually fall in love with. Wow, that's amazing. I must say it's one of the amazing descriptions. Just three quick points uh, I have just noted down. First, I really like that point that you have to first find out how the world looks when the business gets successful. And you have really given very good example of Elon Musk because, you know, his clarity of, you know, mission, what exactly he is thinking. And of course, giving a date is another important factor over here. Second thing is that uh, the trust factor you have mentioned because, you know, business runs on trust because I always say that people do not pay us for the product, people or the services, people pay us for the trust they have on us. So trust factor is very important, which uh, you have really touched then one of the points. And third, you have really made a wonderful point is that people connect. Whatever you do, if the people and their emotions do not get connect with your mission, your vision or probably with the, uh, with your business, so whole exercise is not going to succeed. So it's a very big topic, I must say, uh, uh, Tom. But, you know, you have rightly concluded that how exactly, uh, you know, how exactly this uh, brand heart, which I have said, the four core elements is going to influence the brand strategy, how it is going to influence the positioning of the business and how uh, it's, it, it's, it's a very macro level concept. But, uh, you know, it has got its implication everywhere, probably in the sales and the marketing and operations, in connecting with people, in PR, everywhere this has got its connect. So this takes me to my the next point, which is an interesting point, modern day brand strategy and digital influence. 
in modern day brand strategy it is totally different from what we have seen 10 years back the major contributor for this change is the growth of digital media now with onset of web 2.0 and of course we are coming up with the next uh, uh, next uh, you know a version of the web very soon the social media branding exercise have taken a full turn the ways of branding and the measure of the impact of branding to got modified how do you see this change as yeah the the, the future branding is very exciting um you know branding originally started with kind of fast moving consumer goods uh in supermarkets and then eventually kind of cars and now the you know i think a lot of businesses you know most businesses you know really understand the value of branding and understand you know if it's done right it can create you know a very strong connection with their customers and you know and uh it's a huge um point uh, of loyalty um and i think the future is is really exciting the the it just there just seems to be more as as branding and and the landscape changes there's just more uh interaction and more touch points as as time has gone on um and i think this is a huge opportunity for brands in the, in the future and i think the i honestly think that the, the future of branding is to become more personal and more human you know that uh third step of the strategy process of um the external brand and your personality i think is really the future and i think a lot of brands in the future are really going to uh you know invest in this uh, quite heavily and put in a lot of time and effort into that uh, you know you can see that already with the other very very high end you know the billion dollar brands at the moment you know they're trying to bring out offerings that really connect with people on a personal level through personalization and you know how people can buy a product and where they can buy a product all these kind of things and even you know even you know in the background the distribution of products and how that system all works you know making that more personal and influencing the design and the packaging but i think that's really going to be the future there's only going to be more opportunity to connect with customers you know that is that is the trend that we've seen of you know over the last the x amount of years is that there's just more and more opportunities there's more touch points to connect with people you know in the past it would be you know you would see an ad maybe a billboard you know you would you know you there'd be a sales representative then you buy but now you know you're chatting to them on twitter you're chatting to them on whatsapp you know you're you know there's just there's just even more so i think in the future there's definitely just going to be more opportunity for connection which is only a good thing um to be honest because i think as you know brands will will want to be more uh, human and they want to be more personal and they want to try and form different levels of connection so you know i think that's the way branding is going to go i think that's um hugely exciting for branding um and i think they just i think brands just need to make sure that it's balanced and they can they can you know at the very start you know it's it's all about expectations and delivering on promises so you know don't get uh caught up on you know the, the next hot thing or the next you know oh well let's just all go in on the metaverse and you know if we get face to face whatever you know make sure you know that that's kind of fine but just make sure there's there's a variety of different ways that people can connect with you make sure 
every single touch point, every single part, way that people can connect with uh, your brand um, is authentic and is true and you're meeting their expectations. But yeah, I, I think it's really exciting for future branding. I definitely think it's going to be more um, about personality and character and connection. And, and um, that's only that's only going to be a good thing, you know. Wow, that's pretty interesting. You, so, you know, this change will go on. I believe probably, you know, 20 years down the line, of course, we will see more changes in the branding because you have rightly mentioned that what used to be uh, happening 20 years, 10 years back is no longer happening. And it has become more interactive. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's easy to find out a brand in digital media or in probably in internet using it as finding it physically you have rightly mentioned that at you know 10 years back there used to be an ad in the, in, in a newspaper or magazines probably probably they might be having a, a telephone number that person has to you know dial that telephone number in order to get the info about that but however at this point of time the digital media has made the life easy number one it has got beyond interactive if you have any confusion you can simply write it in a chat probably you can tag them chat it on you can even put them on comments of that post and you know that business will definitely revert in the shortest possible time so this is changing and this is bound to change and uh, you know with this world uh, web 3 coming across probably we are expecting a lot many more changes in the brand strategization and way we uh, uh, used to you know run business that is also getting changed and of course customers preference is also changing because customer preference what used to be here a decade back is no longer there even my preference have changed your preference have changed everyone's preferences have changed so that is a one of the key aspect and uh, this change will happen and we have to adapt to the changes that's 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 what is the key factor i think that brings us to the end of this discussion tom it has been wonderful speaking uh, with you a lot of good pointers we got and brand strategy is a very very uh, key component of business and you have uh, explained this in wonderful manner in an amazing manner and in the most simple terms i must say any closing remarks would you like to give um yeah i would just say yeah i would just say to this i mean i said at the start uh, who listen to this you know don't um forget your brand uh you know spend some time on your brand strategy think about how that's going to be translated uh into a visual identity unfortunately you know branding is not just a logo you know there's a lot more to it than that so and i think you know the, the more investment that you you put in at the start you know the less you're going to be competing on price you know down the road so you know really makes a lot of sense um and i think to kind of establish businesses and brands i think it's you know there's always something more you can do with your brand you know make sure you're revisiting your strategy regularly uh make sure your brand is working you know as hard as you are you know i i'd like to say that you know you, you really want to kind of translate the love that you have for your business into value you know for everybody else so and that, you know the way that can kind of come through, and the way people will connect with your business through your brand. So you know, make sure it's working hard. Revisit, revisit your strategy. Um, and there's lots of little things that you can do that actually require very little investment that can, you know, uh, bring you lots of rewards kind of over over a long time. So you know, revisit you know uh, who you're doing it for, your customers, um, and who's buying. Uh, your offering and then see how you can connect with them in different ways you know are you telling your story well you know are there story behind your product how's your messaging looking how's the visual identity 
you know, is your packaging different on the shelves, all this kind of thing, you know, the, all these little tweaks that you can make on your brand um, as it evolves over time, you know, I think if, if you stop working on your brand, that's kind of the moment where things just start to deteriorate. So, you know, I think branding sort of, sort of just kind of constantly be working on um, and keep moving forward. Otherwise, because as soon as you stop, you know, you, you're kind of moving backwards. So, yeah, but it's very exciting, very exciting time to be um, building a business and investing in your brand and connecting with people on lots of different levels, kind of all over the world. And, and you know, the future is very exciting. So, yeah, I mean, what I would say is, um, you know, if you if you need any help or you want to read some more of, uh, you know, what I write about, I write a lot about brand strategy. Uh, so follow me on, on Twitter, on Barry CD. Um, and yeah, I write lots about case studies and insights that you could use on your business um, and enjoy it. I mean, branding, you know, it's, it's fun, it's exciting and, you know, you're creating connections with your customers um, and eventually, you know, people will love your brand and, you know, it'll be, you know, it'll be their brand for, for life. So, you know, it's, it's a very cool place to, to be in and I'm, I'm excited I can share my, my insights and, and um, you know, share my uh, thoughts with people because I think it really helps them out. So I'm, I'm very grateful that you have me on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tom. And I must say, uh, everyone, please go ahead and follow him in, on Twitter because I personally follow him on Twitter. Some of the finest tweets I have seen about brand strategy and he has rightly mentioned a lot of case studies he puts on. And these are very, very insightful messages which I keep on getting. So that's how we connected with each other. And... Uh, so this brings us to the end of this episode. It had been a wonderful session with Tom on brand strategy, a lot, you know, deeper aspects of brand strategy we have just learned. Uh, if you have any questions, please write in the comment section below. I'll answer it as soon as possible. And at the same time, I'll also give the Twitter handle and the social media handle of Tom in the description. Please go ahead and follow him. To my Apple Podcast listeners, I request for a review. I want an honest review how my podcast is helping you and enhancing your life. Thank you so much, Tom, once again. And I'll be back with many such episodes. Till then, stay tuned, stay connected. Have a great day.